Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a verse-by-verse devotional study of God's Word. We are currently studying the book of Revelation. A war is coming, and it is a war like no other. It is a spiritual war that ultimately is concluded on the earth. Far more has been said in Revelation about the reasons for this war than was about the war itself. Mankind rejected God and His grace. In open rebellion, they worshipped and served the Antichrist rather than trust in the Lord Jesus. Heaven opens, and the Lord with His armies goes forth, and the end comes swiftly and completely. Jesus is victorious. Today, we take a brief look at that war. So open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 19, and join us for The Beast Defeated. As we prepare for our study, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. And Father, I thank you for the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ, a victory that was won from the foundations of the earth, a victory that has played out throughout human history and will ultimately culminate in the Battle of Armageddon, the defeat of the beast and the Antichrist and the false prophet, and the rule and reign of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom again and discernment. Help us to see clearly and to understand. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Revelation 19, verses 11 through 16, John describes for us the opening of heaven and the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is called faithful and true, along with the armies of heaven, bursting forth from heaven. They are going to wage war against the beast and his armies. In verse 17, John writes, Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather together for the supper of the great God. Throughout the book of Revelation, we have seen angel after angel making announcements and declarations, pouring out bowls or sounding trumpets, standing in various places on the earth or in the heavens. And here in verse 17, we see an angel standing in the sun. Now, maybe he's just standing before the sun. Maybe he's in the sun itself. Maybe he's in the sunlight. This description clearly says the angel is very visible prominent, and again, this angel cries with a loud voice, and he is speaking to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven. And he says to the birds, come and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both small and great. Quite frankly, The image that we see here is ghastly. It is grotesque. But that's the point. Before the war is even begun, this angel is crying with a loud voice to all of the birds and telling them that the war is over before it even begins. He's declaring the outcome of this war. The outcome is the complete decimation of the beast and his armies. They die. They're defeated. They're completely wiped out. In verse 19 we read, And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth and their armies, gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Literally, against the Lord Jesus Christ and his heavenly army. 
Verse 20 says, Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Rather than being killed in the war, the beast and the false prophet are captured. We see a description of the false prophet's work in verse 20. The false prophet is the one who works signs in the presence of the Antichrist. Through those signs, he deceived all of those who ultimately received the mark of the beast and worshipped the Antichrist. We're told that these two, the Antichrist and the false prophet, were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. Why were they not killed with the rest? We don't know. Admittedly, there's much we do not know about the things in Revelation. But what we clearly see in this passage of Scripture is the complete and utter defeat of the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the armies that follow them. Let's take a moment and talk about the work of the false prophet. His work, essentially, was to work signs and to deceive. He was given the power the ability to do signs, convincing signs, powerful signs, signs that were powerful enough to deceive all of those who followed the Antichrist. The work of Satan is a work of deception. He is a liar and a thief and a murderer. There is nothing true about him. And yet the world follows the lies of the devil as if they were absolute truth. We were already told in the previous passage, it is the Lord Jesus Christ who is faithful and true. To trust in the gospel of Jesus Christ, to put our faith in him, to become servants of the Lord God, to be indwelled with the Holy Spirit, is to take part in that which is true. God's word is true, all of it, every bit. What we hold to as believers is the truth. The Lord Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The world that rejects the Lord Jesus Christ rejects him for a bag of lies. They are deceived. They are utterly convinced of what they do and what they follow. And yet they're wrong. They're deceived. It is the responsibility of the church to declare the truth so that people who are blinded and in darkness might clearly see and by faith trust Jesus Christ, repent of their sins, and live. That's our responsibility. We fight the lie of the devil with the truth, and the truth is found in the scriptures. This truth, rather than restricting or enslaving, sets us free free from sin, free from the consequences of sin, and free to live the truth, the life that Jesus Christ provided for all those who will trust in him. So in Revelation 19, while the beast and the false prophet are captured and cast alive in the lake of fire burning with brimstone, verse 21 tells us, and the rest, the followers, were killed with the sword which proceeded out of the mouth of him who sat on the horse. They were killed with the word of God. That's what proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they were killed with it. They were judged, they were sentenced, and they were killed with the word of God. And we're told in the final phrase of verse 19, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. 
Before we get very somber over this conclusion, let's remember something. Every single one of these individuals who die here are evil. They not only believed in the false prophet and believed in the Antichrist, they not only followed, but they fully supported. They bought into all that they were selling. These individuals are absolutely no different than those in the Middle East or in various parts of the world today who behead believers and persecute believers. They're not just a little bad. They became drunk on the blood of saints. That's what the scripture tells us. They fully embraced the lies and the deception of the Antichrist. Their judgment is just. If we care about the lost world, the world that buys into the lies and the deceits of Satan, and we should, then our response is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them clearly and boldly, to give them a reason for the hope that is in us, to help them see in the midst of the darkness that they're in the truth and the light of Jesus Christ. That's what we need to do. That's our responsibility, and it's our appropriate loving response. We must give everyone the opportunity to accept or to reject Jesus Christ. Father, I am thankful for your grace that opened my eyes that I might see the truth in Jesus Christ, that I might come to know the depth of my sin and repent and surrender myself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I pray that you will help me and all those who listen to not only trust in Christ, but to give ourselves fully to serving him and in our service to him to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will listen. I thank you for your righteousness. I thank you for your justice. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.